In a world where comedians pitch fake movie ideas, this is Basic Pitches. We're just, I'm just going to start, okay? You can join in at any point with the introduction. Um, Great. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll probably sit tight and then wait for you to okay. say my name or something. Right, welcome back, Cumber Pitches. This is Basic Pitches uh, with me, James Sloan. Just a quick word on live comedy. The English Arts Council and its £1.5 billion funding, none of it goes towards protecting live comedy, which, um, if you've ever been to and enjoyed, is probably one of the most underrated and most fun things to do, really, in the world. So support it. You can like follow it on social media. Hashtag save live comedy. And to celebrate that, I have some uh, stand-up one-liners of my own. I'm a recovering alcoholic. Recovering from last night. Fucking hammered again. <laughs> I'll put some clapping over that. Have you ever tried to drink your own body weight in caffeine? It's not everyone's cup of tea. <laughs> it's like my psychiatrist always says, Mr. Thomas, this is a dentist's office. Please stop talking. You're making my job very difficult. So that's live comedy, everybody. And as we all know, if you've ever been, it, you'll know how much fun it can be. And in fact, uh, I have a comedian with me now. Please welcome to Basic Pitches, Sean McLaughlin. Hello. Hello, everyone. Are you going to add a pause over that as well? Well, I said I was going to do that with um, in the last one with Tez, but I couldn't work out how to do it on Adobe Audition. So I said... Oh, okay. So I didn't bother, but I will do I'm going to learn how to do it with you, yeah. I mean, as excuses go, that was pretty thorough, so... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even specifying which bit of Adobe it is, not even just saying Adobe. You know, I really want Sean to know why there's no clapping. I like that. It's it's, uh, it's it's difficult. It's an editing software that I'm still learning. So, um, and in fact, one of the reasons the last one was longer than all the others was because I just got tired of editing. <laughs> it wasn't that I thought it was better. I just, I just got bored of editing. So. Um... <laughs> That doesn't bode very Again, well. Again, I, I mean, another reassuring thing when I check the length of this episode. Because <laughs> it kind of means that if it's short, you're like, well, I, I, I mean, I have to edit this. <laughs> this guest was so poor. Yeah, but it's it's not going to be. It's going to be of record length. <clears throat> because um, from a number of reasons, because we, uh, we have a lot to cover. Um, first mm. of all, uh, Sean McLaughlin has the hardest name, hardest surname to type into an email address. If you, McLaughlin really takes three goes. It takes three. I, I, I had to look at it three times. Do you know? <laughs> yeah, it's it's sort of the. I always think it's one of the. One of the things that's helped me back in my career is my name because I sort of have Sean McLaughlin. I sort of have the third choice spelling of both first name and surname because on the surface it seems like quite a normal name but most people don't spell Sean S E A N which I do and most people don't spell McLaughlin M C L O U G H L I N and so I always think about all the people a lot of the time on social media I get messages from people going it's taken me ages to find you which I guess is which is good I mean it's good that if people like you enough that they'll really put in the hours <laughs> but um you think how many people tried to find me and just gave up you know yeah <clears throat> Yeah, that, that that is annoying. Think of the um, think of the agencies or like, think of the like the American um, scouts who've come over. You know, they're in London for one night to watch live comedy, mm. and they're thinking, and in the cab on the way back to the uh, 
to the Corinthia. They 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 <laughs> they they give up. They they were going to sign you. You were going to be in a huge Netflix special, but they couldn't find you on social media. Imagine that. Yeah, they went. To, they typed Sean McLaughlin gig in, but they ended up at a Shane Shane McGowan concert. <laughs> and now Shane McGowan's doing a Netflix special. <laughs> I mean, these. This is how. This is how the industry. You know, for people that don't know, this is how the industry works. Um, I get. I, do you know what I think? Actually, I've just thought this. His his Netflix special would probably have to be called Teeth and Tits. <laughs> Right. Because of his, <laughs> because of his, isn't that a thing? There's a thing, teeth and tits. That's yeah, a, that yeah, was like yeah. an old school entertainment phrase. Yeah. And Shane McGowan's big thing is he didn't have any teeth. No, I mean, that's I true. Yeah. What, I mean, no, I would no, say no. that's first. I'd say that's the first quip to get edited out of this right. episode. By yeah, the way, no, I'm going to make a quick note. Hang on, we've been doing <laughs> that's uh, seven forty nine. Wait, let me make that. Make... Um, no, absolutely, it's uh What's the tits bit? I mean, I'm think you're just. I think you're just. It's just a funny quip, and I'm overanalyzing why you chose those two words. But uh, yeah, that's no. Bad. It was the. T- it was the teeth. It was just. I. I thought that the element of the word teeth, the presence yeah. of the word teeth, would be enough to carry the whole thing. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was. It was. It was. Um, the reason. I have sort of gone in with names because uh, I don't want to do too much. There, there is a. There's a tendency. And a, and a, a, a worry that uh, essentially these interviews can just be a going over of a, of a of a special, and it's just like just watch the special, and you'll get all the jokes, you know. So I don't want I don't want you to have to repeat yourself. But your name does come up in uh, your brilliant and hilarious special, Hail Mary, which is on YouTube now, um, because uh, yeah, you, there's a there's a video there's a gamer on YouTube with the same name. I mean, the thing is, it is based on truth. It's sort of died down in recent years. But when this guy first emerged, because I mean, I didn't even know what a YouTube gamer was. Like, I didn't know what one was because I'm 30, oh, well, 30, 32 now. And it's just not made for people like me. It's this thing that sort of emerged in the last 10 years for, you know, teenagers. But I kept getting all these young girls and they would often send me stuff on like their parents' Facebook page saying how much they, they love me and they think I'm so cute. And I had no idea what was going on. It turns out there was this YouTube gamer called Sean McLaughlin and they thought I was him. And it was just, it was fucking up my life. I mean, it was absolutely fucking up my life. Uh, and it did reach a point, and I was going to originally talk about this in the special and I didn't, was um, I, I got offered a film. I don't know if you know this. I got offered a, a film a couple of years ago, like a, a big, like a part in a film, really well paid. They said it's filming in Montreal. We'll fly you out there. Like we'll put, we'll put you wow. in the best hotel. It will be incredible. They sent me the script. It was like eleventh hour. I was like going, well, look, I don't like the script, but like it's it's good money and it's an experience. And then they emailed my agent and was like, oh, sorry, we've been after the wrong Sean McLaughlin. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, is that is that true? It's my life. That's true. Yeah. Oh man. And then get this, get this. My he is this the actual Sean McLaughlin. The one that you probably thought you'd booked for this podcast, <laughs> he is now represented by my old agent. What? So I just have no idea what. I mean, it's it's like an episode of the Twilight Zone, really. Yeah, <clears throat> mm. it's like Black Mirror for entertainers, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All I can say to try and um, sweeten the the pill, if that's a phrase, that is a phrase, I think. Yeah, definitely a phrase. Um, is uh, you're a funnier comedian 
then he is a good gamer. If you see what I mean. That's very sweet of you. Thank so you very much. You're, you're better in your field than he is in his. He just has 50 million subscribers. I so. mean, he's very... Whatever YouTube gaming is, and I still don't really know what it is, he must be at the pinnacle of it because he yeah. sells out like the Hammersmith Apollo and stuff like that. What? Uh, it's I just... I had no idea. I mean, do you know about this world? YouTube gaming? No, not it, really. It's not competitive gaming. It's I'm just all, you I'm, watch someone playing it. Is that all it is? Because I, I tried... Um, it's a twofold thing. If I watch somebody doing something they don't understand and they're also very popular, I'm not only... I'm jealous and confused. I don't know what's going on here. I don't know what I'm supposed to be enjoying. <laughs> I really like that. so funny. You're jealous and confused. It's like, I want that, but I don't <laughs> even know what that is. Yeah. But I want it. Yeah. I want, yeah. I want the cachet... And the popularity and the money that comes with what that is. But I don't know what that is. Well, me and Sean are recording this in lockdown. Well, it's not really lockdown anymore. I think I just think it, it, I could have gone and sat two metres apart from Sean, but why bother? <laughs> I mean, if you yeah. can do this, I mean, it's a bit of a game changer. You don't, have to, you, you don't have to let me in. You don't have to make me a cup of tea. It's great. Yeah, it's perfect. I'm, I'm not wearing anything on, apart from this T-shirt that you can see. Oh, right. Oh, right. Okay. There's nothing going on down there. And there's horrendously, like, a lot of swastikas on my legs. It's like, I, no one's the wiser. As long as you're not in any stage of, of arousal. Uh, not not yet, <laughs> but we'll see. Uh, we're only early into the recording, aren't we? Um, what was the movie that the uh, that the YouTuber Sean McLaughlin got? What was the, the, the what was the movie that you were thought you were going to do, and then it was for the other guy? What was it? Do you rem do you remember what it was called? I don't, I honestly don't remember what it was called, but um, I hope I'm not speaking out of school here when I say it was. I mean, it was one of the worst things I've ever read in my life. Like it was, it was, a, it was like a, a sort of a teen sex comedy. It was like a, you know, like an American Pie or a Euro Trip or a film like that. But it seemed, but it was set around the world of gaming. So I guess it made sense that he would be in it. But it was, I mean, it was really bad. Yeah. Like there was, a, a, there was very like gross out humor and, uh, I'll, I can find it. I've probably got the script somewhere on my emails. Um, maybe I can come back on another episode of this show. We can, we can read it out. Uh, before we, I know you're on here to, to we, we are on here to, um, to, for you to pitch a, a movie and I'm excited to hear it, but, um, yeah, I'm also, I have lots of things to ask you. So, uh, Sean McLaughlin's on basic pitches with me right now in the stand up special Hail Mary. You do a bit on your wife being called Alexa. Is that mm. true? Uh, yes, it is. It's hundred percent true. And it has ruined both of our lives. I would say we when we, we, can, we can't go visit people's houses because every time anyone says her name it loads up their speaker <laughs> um, it's it's I don't know what sort of life my neighbors think I'm leading hearing me asking her all these bizarre questions it's like yeah it's true I Th think it's um I think they should have been more careful with what they named this product your neighbours must think that you have like a super advanced Alexa though, because if you say like, Alexa, can you boil me an egg? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? They must think, they must think you've got a very niche, specific, advanced version of the of the software. Yeah. Alexa, will you pay for the shopping? Oh my god, is, is Alexa is like in employment? Is Alexa makes money? 
I mean, it's the type of thing that I think if I'd have met her six months after I did, I probably wouldn't have gone out with her because it was that was the sweet spot between <laughs> no one had heard of the Alexa and then the Alexa got released. And unfortunately, we were already going out at that point because uh, I don't think I'd have been able to take her seriously after that. Yeah, uh, it's a <clears throat> it's a really nice name. It is cool, isn't it? Yeah. It is quite um. Well, she also because she's from uh, she's from North America, and so it's a ve- it feels like a very North American name. I don't. Mm. There aren't many British people called Alexa. I think. No, no, I don't. I don't think so. Mm. They're called um, Julie, Beryl, <laughs> Edith. Mm. Uh, my my friends had. Uh, he's got three. Uh, daughters and he's he's got the, um he's going through that anachronistic naming phase so they have like Edith and Gertrude you know he's gone for the 1920s names mm. I don't mm. like it and I've told him <laughs> I've, I've said to him <laughs> I I do genuinely think I mean I really don't like my name so I guess I can't really judge anyone but I just, I guess it just becomes that thing where we view them as old lady names, but in 10 years they'll be viewed as young people names. Like people say like Nigel, Keith, they're dead names. Give it 10 years. Give it 10 years. Every crash is going to be filled to the brim with Nigels, Keith, Roy's, Les, Andy, baby Andy. Do you know what I mean? He's just solid. Just a solid kid. Is ro- that is a rock solid name, that. Andy. <laughs> yeah, Andy. Andy. He'll never let you down, will he? Andy. No, Andy's coming round. Don't worry about Andy. <laughs> Don't worry about that plug. Andy, Andy, Andy's got a, a spare U-bend. Uh. Andy's, got a, Andy's got a U-bend and half an ounce of gear. This is going to be a great night. He's going to come. Make sure the toilet flushes. We've got a busted pipe in our in our in this flat, and um, so when we uh, when we use the sink or the shower, the water is being hosed onto the Italian restaurant p- below us at the moment. And there's a guy coming around later to Good fix grief. it. Uh, it means I had th- this isn't a joke. I, I we had to do the washing up in the toilet last night. Which, <laughs> which no, I don't wait. What did you just say? So I boiled you mean in the toilet sink or no in the toilet toilet. So I put the I'd rest the plates on the bowl on top. Uh, I'd rest the plates in the bowl in the ceramic bowl. I'd flushed everything, you know, so it's clean. And then I pour boiling hot water over the plates and uh, and clean them. So that's that's like I've never heard it. I've never heard anything like that. <laughs> I honestly have never heard anything like that. Did you? Is this? A, is this? A, is this a? Th- is this a thing? Did no, you Google this? Do other people do this? Because I've honestly, not only have I never heard of that, I've never heard of anything remotely like that. <laughs> There's a problem with one of your six. You're washing your dishes in the toilet. <laughs> That's funny. I boiled the kettle and then I poured boiling hot and then I rested. Uh, you could, I, I couldn't get large plates, but I rested the side plates uh, on, you know, in the in the open bowl that they rested on top of the the bit just before the before it descends into the into the well essentially you know the watery well beneath you've got a, a ledge mm. where the porcelain sticks out for things to run off it and into the it's a lot like those lovely you go on you go to Bali and you dive into those rock pools I often I try and consider it like that except instead of a human it's a large piece of poo 
<laughs> no, I don't think of I it mean... like that. I'm just being stupid. But um, <laughs> however, 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 whatever sort of mental gymnastics you need to do, <laughs> I'm fine with. So, but the way you describe it, it's not. Like, my first thought is, oh, I bet that's like a rock pool in Bali. My thing is, <laughs> like, it, it sounds like some sort of story in like Weimar Germany or something. Like the economy's <laughs> collapsed and. Back in the old country, we had to bo- we had to boil our kettle and wash our dishes in the toilet. <laughs> our bathtub was also our radio. <laughs> Funny. Funny. I wish you luck I wish you luck with it. Thanks. The guy's coming around at three. I'm really all he has to do this is really it really annoys me because I'm useless at, at, you know at, at, at like practical stuff so I'm at the I'm at the the mercy of of a of a of a tradesman who knows when he looks me in the eye that he can say anything to me and I can't dispute it um There's nothing worse than that so all he, ha- all he has to do he has to go up there and he just has to reconnect the pipe you know it's come away and he has to just but it's going to be a 300 quid it's going to take him five minutes and it's going to cost me it's a shame, but you know, fair play. The guy's probably, you know, there was a. Um, this is going to make sense. It sounds like it won't, but uh, I, I, you remember the shamed TV presenter, uh, uh, the guy from Have I Got News, Angus Deaton. Yeah, Angus yeah. Deaton got like tw- ten grand for like doing a hosting a, a gala night, and everyone was like, "Oh my god, that's such a disgusting amount of money for one person for two hours work." And they were like, well, we're not paying him for those two hours' work. We're paying him for his body of work leading up to this point. It's how much he's worth mm. based on how much he's achieved. So the mm. guy who comes to fix my pipe for 300 quid, he's probably earned the right to charge that from years of fixing pipes. Yeah, but, I mean, if he was really good, he'd be charging 10 grand. You know, he's not... <laughs> you're not getting an Angus Deaton... Level... Flubber. <laughs> Well, good right. for you, man. I I do I find that the same with um with my car, because I bought a car last year and I never had a car before, and there's been a couple issues with it. Nothing big, but every time I have to deal with a mechanic, I think, well, just you can... like uh, like honestly, the mechanic could say to me, "You need to take all the wheels off," and I'd be like, "Yep, all right, get rid of the get rid of the wheels." Like I am the I am the I know I'm a mug. And I just hate the dance. I hate the. Dance. <laughs> I just wish that you could go. Just tell. Just tell me how much you're going to overcharge me now. Yeah. Because I. I don't. I, the, t- it's killing me. T- t- just tell me how little you think of me now. Just. I don't want to have to read it as subtext. I just want you to come out and say, "Me and my mates back in the porter cabin have been laughing at you since you arrived." <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want to hear. Look, I'm, <laughs> I'm wearing Toy Story socks. <laughs> So just, I know what I am. You know what I am. Let's yeah. just just charge me five hundred quid for a twenty five pound job, and yeah. let me get the fuck out of here. Yeah, let me be. And on. I can cry in a McDonald's car park. <laughs> let, let, let me. Uh, when I say that I'll be back later, I've got errands to run. I'm just going. Yeah, ho- yeah. I'm just going home again. But genuinely, I do, I'm not joking. I don't know anything about car. Like I, I did a. I, I mean, I learned a lot when I tried to research to buy a car, but my family didn't even have a car for a lot of my childhood. I didn't learn to drive until last April, and then I bought a car. Wow. I went, up to Luton, I went to Luton to buy a car. What the fuck? I remember thinking, what the fuck am I doing? Like, what? 
Yeah. Like, and then he went, do you want to go for a test drive? I was like, yeah, but it, it, I what am I looking out for? <laughs> like, literally, unless, like, the engine exploded on the test drive. <laughs> there was no way I wasn't going to buy that car. Yeah. I was like, well, I've been in it. That's essentially, I've bought it. Yeah, you, if you've got, if, he knows that if you if you're coming all that way, you're not going to leave empty-handed. You'd look ridiculous. Look, you do you do not go to Luton and come back without some sort of souvenir. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is such a thrill to have the brilliant Sean McLaughlin on Basic Pitches. Watch his mm. amazing stand-up special filmed at Madison Square Garden. Um, it's called Hail Mary, and it's on YouTube now. Just search for it. Just search Hail Mary. You'll get a load of religious stuff, but you'll probably eventually, about twelve searches down, you'll get you'll get a, a, a thumbnail that looks like him. Um, we're going to be right back with his basic pitch after this short commercial break, and then I don't know what you want to do with it. It's up to it's up to you, really. <laughs> All right, let's. I'll do one. I've got okay, a good one. Actually. Fine. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. I'll just sit back and drink. My it's tea. actually for a genuine product. Is that allowed? I don't think there's an right, issue. Right. I don't, it's because my it's because my wife works for a brewery, and so I could. Just Come on, yeah, do it, do it, do it, do it. Funny. Right. Hey guys, it's me, Sean McLaughlin, the guest from the from the podcast. I'm also doing this advert for Five Points Beer. They're a craft beer based in East London. Uh, my wife works for them. I'm not getting paid for this, but my wife does work for them. And given that my job is currently illegal, and hers, I mean, the industry's not looking good for either of us. Just buy Five Points Beer. Just buy the all. I don't care if you're a Mormon. I don't care if it's against your any of your religious or personal beliefs. Get that beer in your house. Get it in your gob. Get it in your gob, please. Because otherwise, I'm going to have to become a leech farmer. Um, we're going to have to. I'm going to have to. We're going to have to move to Canada, and I'm going to have to become a lumberjack. And I'm, I'm not. I'm not built for that. I'm not built for the. I'm not built for the. For the hearty rural nature of Quebec, please buy nice beer. Thank you. <laughs> That's always good to end end on a rather uh, pleading pleading note. <clears throat> Five. <laughs> okay, that's great. I'll just cut it there. Five points beer. I think. Oh, I was thinking of the small beer company. The beer is like two percent. I sort of. I think the the one thing I do want from beer is a level of strength that I I find it strange to drink you know either non-alcohol like zero alcohol or five percent two percent i don't know i don't know what you're getting from that i don't know what i don't know what you want to achieve from that i yeah i think because of the nature of the amount of beer and different variances of beer i now have in my house as a result of my wife almost everything i drink is either a micro pale that's 1.5 percent or some ridiculous 12 percent fucking like yeah. check acid that just that's, that just fucking turns you into a caveman and I just can I just I just want some like Cronenberg or something yeah that 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 really really uh, chewy dark like sort of you know melted plimp soul lager that's just yeah. like <laughs> A stuff with... back. She goes. She goes. Yeah, I've just been sent these free samples from this brewery and, and some country I've never heard of, and it's in a bag. Yeah. And there's a skull and, and there's a skull and crossbones on it. I'm like, I don't think this is stuff we should be drinking for for pleasure. It it, it comes in a time capsule. You have to drink yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. This was brewed in a country that no longer exists. <laughs> 
Any beer that says on the on the label loved by separatists <laughs> <laughs> would be good. The, gen- the generally supposed choice. <laughs> Sean McLaughlin is here, and um, it seems rather pointless now, but we're going to do it anyway because there are lots of podcasts with two people chatting, and this one needs to have a format. So we're just going to mm. toss off. We're just, I'm just going to. In order to honour the... Sorry, did you just say we're just going to toss off? Is that the format? (laughs) Fucking hell. Uh, Talk about false pretenses. (laughs) No, if you've made it this far, this is probably the bit that you get a bit bored with. Uh, My friends have said that. They like the preamble, but the bit where it hits the format, they switch off. So uh, let's uh, let's do that. No, I'm only only joking. I'm not really, but... uh, Because I like it. But, um... Um, Sean loves movies. He uh, he's, he he was almost in a movie. If you were listening earlier, we found out that Sean almost got cast for a film, and it turns out they went they they just had the wrong Sean. That classic yeah. case of an agent's mistaken identity. Um, so imagine that I'm a big producer. You've come to me with an idea, Sean. Let's hear your basic pitch. Well, uh, I always uh, was a big fan of the. Uh the the love bug you know the herbie films as a kid the the live action ones about the volkswagen beetle with a mind of its own are you aware of these films yeah i am and they made, you know, he, had, he had a good run in the sort of uh, you know the 60s and the 70s they made a few films there was one reboot film in 2005 with lindsay lohan but i never thought they nailed the reboot the sort of the way that they they you know, they rebooted like the muppets and the turtles and they really threw money at it and it got a new generation so i'd like to make um a sort of reboot of Herbie, but for the sort of modern generation. So my pitch is uh, Herbie versus Predator. The lovable Volkswagen Beetle with a mind of its own taking on maybe Herbie versus Alien. I haven't figured it out, but it's some sort of space, like like well-known villainous warrior from a, from another realm. And, and um... then, But after that, the pitch basically wrote itself. So maybe we'd have to explain it. Maybe, maybe, maybe Herbie is is was actually built by another planet. I mean, maybe that's actually the way into this battle. The Volkswagen Beetle was actually notoriously, uh, you know, a Nazi era car, and Hitler viewed it as like the people's car, and it was championed by the Nazis. So maybe that is the message of the Love Bug. Is is that? is that the Nazis were great. I mean, is that the message of the film? I don't know. I mean, there's this one car that Hitler loved that it seems to be a magic car that everyone loves. Is that, I mean, I'm actually, in many ways, Herbie, Herbie could be the villain of his own films. <laughs> Basic Pictures continues. We're on, um, we're in the, we're on the kind of, we're on the home straight, really. Sean is, uh, Sean's got a film he wants to make, which is Herbie versus Predator. Which I do like more than Herbie versus Alien because it rolls off the tongue a bit a bit better. I don't know why. It, like linguistically, it sounds better. Well, I, I, yeah, I agree. I think um, I think versus Predator is a sort of known thing because it was Alien versus Predator, wasn't it? Yeah. What a ridiculous! I mean, even that was ridiculous. They're taking us for fools. Sean McLaughlin versus Predator. <laughs> I mean, that would be I would say a thirty-second short. <laughs> <laughs> I think Herbie versus Sean McLaughlin might be a good one, actually. <laughs> That's quite nice. Herbie versus Sean. Herbie versus Sean. That's it. That's the film. Scrap the predator angle. 
it's a buddy it's like a buddy film or maybe it's her maybe it's herbie versus sean but it's kramer versus kramer like we're we're me and herbie were in a a long-term relationship there are there are children and uh, we're fighting for custody and, and the judge the judge seems to be taking both cases on their merit, despite the fact that I'm a human being who could actually care for a child and Herbie is just a car. Yeah, but... They'd be like, well, you fucked that car. I'm like, yeah, I fucked it and I fucked it. I'll fuck it again. But it's not about my personal life, judge. It's about who is fit to look after a child. Uh, do you know, I'm, a professional. I'm, I'm not even fucking Herbie now, but we do occasionally hook up. We don't. <laughs> Me and Herbie have got an open relation. Look, we do stuff. But I do yeah, not appreciate do... my personal life being dragged through the courts like this. That would be great. See, now we see this is what this this show is about: finding the finding the scene that's going to capture the audience's imagination. And, and I'm right there in the yeah. in the courtroom. Matthew McConaughey is the is the prosecution. No, he was in Lincoln. He was in the Lincoln lawyer. So Matthew McConaughey is Herbie's defense attorney, <laughs> and you're the nasty human trying to de. You're trying to kind of you're trying to restrict Herbie's. Uh, ability to, to to sort of perform his parental duties, you know. Yeah, I'm trying to prove that Herbie isn't a fit parent. I mean, is that is the allegories are, are huge? You go, well, Herbie's got rights too, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. what rights? He's a fucking he's a fucking car. I'm a bloke. I'm a, I can pick up my kid. <laughs> yeah, but he Herbie can take them to school. I guess another car. I don't understand how this has even gone to court. <laughs> Why has this even gone to the trial? It's an open and shut case, Your Honor. But Matthew McConaughey is just so good. He's just such a good speaker. He puts doubt in the jury's eyes. Also, bad luck for me, seven out of the ten jury members are Volkswagen Beetles. So there is like prejudice there. That's, yeah. that's the film. Herbie versus Sean. I'm glad we had this pitch meeting. You going through a um, a custody battle with a with, with an old Volkswagen... Uh, in a courtroom seems less absurd which is weird <laughs> yeah that is weird actually i mean i don't know how we've had children i mean they're biological children are they half car or not i guess they have i mean they're yeah so but I'd, I'd say they're humans but they have wheels instead of hands <laughs> and there's a big 53 on their ass <laughs> oh i thought maybe if it's a boy his 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 penis can be the, an exhaust pipe, but I don't think that's... I don't... I, mean, that's, I think the imagery of that, I mean... I think, I think the pitch is like, they go, yeah, the kids have got exhaust pipes for penises. They go, okay, well, we're going to try and aim this at a family audience, so I think we should... Drop penis. Yeah. yeah. I, I Always best to, um, in, in family films, to ignore... Not, not necessarily ignore, but there's no reason to lean into genitals in... In fact, like there's just no, you know, unless you can. There use is no, I, I mean, that that is an absolute rule. There is no reason to lean into genitals when pitching a a children's film. Sean's basic pitch is Herbie versus Sean. Uh, it's it's the car that can emote without saying anything. The cute family comedy from the '90s that was rebooted with Lindsay Lohan. It's going to get rebooted in 2021 with Sean. It's a custody battle film. It's a comedy, but it's also a, it's also an allegory for uh, inclusion. Who's in it, Sean? Apart from you, uh, I play Sean. <laughs> uh, Herbie plays Herbie. Um, Matthew McConaughey plays Herbie's lawyer. Uh, I think my lawyer should be someone. I mean, Laura Dern 
is so hot right now. If we mm. could get Laura Dern to play my lawyer. I mean, she already did it, I guess, in Marriage Story. But you'd want someone who's... I think she, she does... I mean, she can do it all. Uh, the judge... Um, who should the judge be? Oprah? <laughs> She's quite... Oprah's Oprah an underrated... the judge. Oh, hang on. My door... door is that door, your door? Yeah, one sec. Oprah Winfrey is the judge. She's a great actor. The bloke's come to fix the pipe. <laughs> Happy days. Fantastic. What a, what a time. <clears throat> right. I think we were at Oprah as the judge. Yeah, we're, um, we're in the middle of starring. Sean McLaughlin, Herbie, Laura Dern, Matthew McConaughey. I, I think Oprah should be the judge. Do you think that's a bit um, of a shark jump? No, I think that's that's bang on. Actually, I think she's she's the only person with the with the warmth and the authority to lead this testing case. That's really good, Sean. I I I feel like we've made some real headway. And 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 if there's one thing I know about the amount of movies I've seen is courtroom courtroom scenes are always thrilling. Always, people love that, especially when you essentially just rip off other films, which is what I'm planning on doing with this. Did you think of a strapline for the poster? Um, how about this Christmas, uh, you're going to have to honk for your love. <laughs> honk if you're, ho- how about honk if you're horny for justice? <laughs> honk if you're horny for justice. I think that would, that would bring him in. Driving home justice? Driving home justice. Yeah, that sounds great. Herbie... Her- <laughs> Herbie versus O.J. Simpson would have been a big one. That would have been a good one. Like, her, like Herbie, Herbie is the only car that can catch up to the white Bronco. Uh, and it, I like your Christmas release. That's really nice. That's perfect. Yeah, I mean it's a it's a wholesome uh, it's a wholesome family film. Uh, rated eighteen due to excessive description of exhaust pipe penises <laughs> and sex between man and machine. <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. We'll throw, <clears throat> well, if we can get it made, we'll throw sixty million at it. I don't want to. I don't want to go past a hundred. I, I think a hundred mil's too much. Um, well, thanks, Sean. It's been uh, really fun. Oh, great! No, it's been my pleasure, James. I've had a really good. Uh, I've had a really good time. And um, good luck with your pipes. Thanks a lot. Yeah, tonight's the night. Showering, uh, washing up in the kitchen, and. Um, Building that self-esteem up one one little brick at a time. Sean, thank you so much for uh, being a basic pitch. Thanks, man. I, it's been my pleasure. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. See you soon. Basic Pitches. The podcast to have you in stitches. Basic Pitches. You've heard of films with some really bad ideas, like Night and Day with Tom Cruise and Cameron Diaz. So once a week we'll be chatting with a comedian Getting in a groove and improve the movie medium Thing is, most stories have a stupid premise Like The Phantom Menace or films about tennis Basic pitches, comedic riches Basic pitches A podcast to have you in stitches Basic pitches